Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number one here on Hurt at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Robbie Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. want to remind you that coaches make substitutions during the game to get the best players on the field. Drivers should do the same. Getting behind the wheel after drinking demands a substitution. Get a sober driver behind the wheel. Impaired driving is deceptively dangerous. Message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Uh, we are wrapping up our first hour here. Lots of Dylan Rayola talk. Uh, do want to remind you, we're going to talk to Nick Baugh here at 8 a.m. I'm sure he's got some thoughts on Dylan Rayola as well. Comes from a long line of Huskers in his family. Uh, we'll talk, uh, obviously, some college basketball with our guy, Nicholas Allen, as well. And then at 9 o'clock, we're going to talk to Mike J. Schaefer. I'm sure he's been busy. Uh, we can ask <laughs> if there's any more dominoes that he expects to fall between now and really about 24 hours from now uh, with National Signing Day tomorrow. Uh, we will also get to her at Hot Seat to end the show. Uh, but right now, lost in... Not lost, because it hasn't officially happened yet. Um, but there is some other quarterback news in Nebraska that uh, I'm hearing some things about that I want to uh, share and kind of get your thoughts on, Andrew. Hmm. So, obviously, uh, there's been a few major quarterback developments in Nebraska over the last week. Uh, first, Kyle McCord looked like he was coming to Nebraska, not coming to Nebraska. Uh, Dylan Rayola looked like he was coming to Nebraska. He is coming to Nebraska. Daniel Kalen looked like he was leaving Nebraska. He's also staying at Nebraska, which I think is a big deal for their quarterback depth and development there as well. But there's another guy, name you might be familiar with, that I'm hearing some things about as well. A little guy named Casey Thompson. <laughs> I don't know how little he is. Well, I mean, he's like he's, he's kind of small for a quarterback. He's yeah. a little short. He's like 5'11", 6 foot. That's a little small for a quarterback. Hey, you know, don't, don't call us. Don't call out the five eleven. I mean, listen, he's taller than I am. I'm just saying for a quarterback, <laughs> you know, not prototypical. Hey, what's Kyler Murray? Five five? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> running around there like like NFL Tom Cruise out there. Um, <laughs> NFL Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, he um, does. Look, he does make things look impossible. <laughs> I mean, for the Cardinals, a little Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's on, his mission. Um, <laughs> the. Casey Thompson, there. I what I'm hearing is uh, there is a potential for him to come back to be kind of a mentor backup quarterback to Dylan Rayola as he kind of starts his career path towards coaching. He wants to be a coach from everything that I've heard, and this he would kind of view as an on ramp to his coaching career. He would be sort of a mentor for, for Dylan and, and for, for Danny Kalen as well um, and for the whole quarterback room because Casey is famously kind of a film junkie. He is uh, adamant about his preparation and things like that. Kind of can, because he's been in college football forever, I mean, this is year six, seven, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember what. Uh, it's, it's deep. Carry the two. <laughs> he is deep 
um, into the uh, yeah, he's deep into his college football career here. But he's he's got that professionalism that you talk about sometimes when you've uh, when you talk about like a rookie in the NFL. You want to oh, let's have a veteran presence in there so he learns how to do the job. That's kind of the role Casey Thompson would be um, would be having in the quarterback room, and then he'd be kind of a break glass in case of emergency situation in terms of a backup quarterback. Uh, so that, to me, is actually a really interesting move for Nebraska. I think it's really smart, too, because chances are Dylan Rail is going to be the starter next year. I mean, he's coming in uh, in the spring semester. He's going to have spring football. He's going to have all summer, and he's going to have fall camp to win that job. I fully expect him to win that job. Um, and he is a guy who's got the talent level where you that's, – that's a reasonable expectation. It's going to be hard to find a veteran guy who wants to be in a position where he knows, like, hey, I'm not going to the NFL. Like, I'm, I'm not probably going to play very much, if at all, behind this guy. That's okay with that spot. And Casey Thompson kind of perfectly fits the mold of a guy that wants to be a coach, mm-hmm. a guy that has a ton of experience in college football, and a guy that has familiarity with Nebraska, right? And I kind of wanted to – well, first, I want to get your thoughts on that situation. Good move for Nebraska, bad move for Nebraska, just a weird move for Nebraska. Like when you hear Casey Thompson might be back, and I'm hearing they think he will be. That's obviously nothing official yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what, how does that strike? The assumption that he's back is just so predictable of Coach Rule. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we talk about him playing chess all the time against everybody else while they're playing checkers. Like, he is 10 moves ahead. Mm -hmm. Did anybody expect in in any world that they were going to land Rayola after after what had happened? No. No. Did anybody expect to hear even the name Casey Thompson (laughs) in Nebraska (laughs) just a week or two ago? I did not. No. No. But Coach Rule is just so far ahead, and he has this vision, and he is – He's going to do whatever it takes to achieve what's in front of him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think adding Casey Thompson is a tremendous, a tremendous move. And uh, for a lot of the points that you said, for one, he's essentially merging. And when I say he, as Coach Rule, is essentially merging the idea of bringing in McCord with, McCord mm-hmm. with a veteran. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's just it. Because they were going to bring McCord in. He was going to start a year. He, they were going to have Dylan probably ride the pine, uh, maybe get some action in the four games, keep his red shirt, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in order to give Dylan the reps right away, bringing a guy like Casey Thompson into the room is kind of killing two birds with one stone. You get the veteran, but you also get that quarterback coach that you're looking for. Yeah, And, And that's really what I think this move is all about. Do I think that Nebraska could still end up with a quarterback's coach? Yeah, but I also don't think it's necessary anymore because you you can give Casey Thompson those duties. And if if what we know about Casey is true, him being a film junkie, Mm -hmm. yes, but he is kind of like a nut job in the film room. Yeah. Like, yeah. he is so, so much of a film junkie that he is probably more coach role than he is player. <laughs> yeah. And because of that, and because of his want and desire to be a coach someday, you kind of bridge that gap not only with the McCord idea, but the quarterback's coach idea. Mm-hmm. By bringing in just one guy, 
And, and if he does indeed sign, whether it's a a, a walk on offer, whether it's a, an actual, I don't even know if they even have scholarships I, I left. I think it's a. I think it's a walk. I think it would. Be it would a make sense to be a walk. Maybe on some offer. nil, but yeah, walk on. I mean, how perfect? How perfect? Is it to have a guy like Casey Thompson in the room? Yes, for one reason, because he's been at Nebraska before. Two, because he is so much of a coach already mm-hmm. in, in the way he prepares for a game that he can be looked at as a quarterback's coach. And three, you give Dylan Rayola the starting job right away and molding him throughout these next seven, eight months mm-hmm. – is, is Casey Thompson a guy that has started so many games at mm-hmm. the college football level? You got everything you wanted for a cheap price, yeah. but also for the right price because you found a way to, to kind of fill in your diagram. Like when you, when you draw the two circles, remember that from grade school? Yeah, you draw one Venn circle, you, you draw another circle, you call it a Venn diagram. <laughs> What's in the middle? Casey Thompson. He's <laughs> right in the middle of both of those circles. Um, I do fully expect him to still hire a quarterback coach, but he does – help in that room as well obviously um, as kind of a mentor um, I expect that I expect movement maybe closer to the end of the NFL season on that quarterback coach room um, not that I have a name in mind or anything like that but uh, going to the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline we've got Michigan Lance on the line what's going on Lance hey good morning boys how you doing what's, what's up, up man man you know gotta, gotta give a shout out to our guy coach Mickey Joseph man got a head coaching job yeah, man, right, right on to him. Hey, you, hey, Robbie, he bounced back like you, man. You guys are having a good 2023. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, that, that's good stuff, man. Uh, hey, the Riola deal, man. You know, you, that, that's good stuff for you guys. Um, I'm, I'm. Here's what I'm hoping happens. What I, what I think should happen. Okay. Uh, is is the the competition to and whoever wins the job. Just red shirt, stick with it, and and continue to compete. Because um, there's some things from in the past that you can do that that does still work, and that, and that's competition. If you look back, let's take Nebraska for existence, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Tommy Frazier, Tony Velen, Mike Grant, and I want what I don't know. Banger Banger was in that quarterback room as well. Um, at the time when all those guys were there, but it, I know it was Tony Velen and uh, and Frazier for sure. Two young guys, you know. Tony Velen got hurt. Um, Tommy emerged, and then you know he switched over to defense. But just like you know, you look at the um, who else can I give you a little bit more? Even back in the day, like Miami, the U, they had Jim Kelly, Vinny Tercioverdi, Bernie Kosar. Like competition in, in rooms. That stuff still works, and you can still excel and get to where you want to be, mm-hmm. uh, even though it may not happen right away. You know what I mean? But I understand we are in an impatient world now, and, and kids are like, hey, I'll just run over here so I can play real quick. But man, man, it's competition and sticking it out, man, that, that still works too. You'll still get an opportunity. Uh, Joe, Joe Burrow, he stuck it out at Ohio State. And then win his one year, mm-hmm. like all right, I, I've been here four years and didn't work out. But hey, man, that made him a better quarterback though. And then when he got his shot for that one year, it worked out. So th- there's an even closer example to nowadays. Um, to where, so I hope they both stick it out and, and, like I said, just compete. You know, Lance, appreciate the call. Uh, totally agree that competition is. 
better for everyone involved. It is harder to foster that nowadays with the transfer portal, but uh, Michigan Lance, we appreciate the call there. Uh, as we wrap up hour number one, coming up next, we will talk to our guy, Nick Baugh. He is a college basketball analyst for Fox Sports. Also, uh, big Nebraska fan. We'll see how he feels about the Dylan situation here on Her Sports Radio. <laughs> 